This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. And we didn't think this moment was going to come. We're coming up to the final league game of the season, which potentially is the final game at Griffin Park. It was billed as the final game at Griffin Park. This is the game where all the activity was going to take place. They had all sorts of bands and things and crying and the pubs were having all sorts of stuff that was going to be going on around the time. But obviously that has not happened. But that day is here and it's going to be a very sad day for Bees fans because obviously uh, over 100 years of history is going to be passing and we're going to be moving on to a new era. But we'll talk about that maybe later because first of all, we're going to be talking about this match in particular, which has taken a different slant because of what happened at Saturday at Stoke City, the Bet365 Stadium, where things didn't quite go according to plan. We lost 1-0 to Stoke, and we're going to talk about that. Our name is Billy Grant, and I'm sitting here with the man Laney, and we are probably a little bit more sombre than we were last week, but also we have pontificated a lot, haven't we, Laney? Yes. I mean, you know, I think we all got a little bit of a head ahead of ourselves after Friday night's uh, result where West Brom lost um, to Huddersfield. So I think that was only natural. Uh, you know, if you can't get excited when you've got a... You know, an invitation to the to the Premier League is is in your hands, in your grasp. Um, so we, it was, I think, it was inevitable. We felt a little bit deflated after the result. Um, there's a lot of it's Brentford in it going on, um, which you know, again, you can understand it. I think I think that's a bit unfair, if I'm honest with you. I think you know, after winning seven straight games with eight straight games with the one before the lockdown you know it's you've got to be realistic it was inevitable that something was gonna get in our way whether that be a draw or a defeat obviously we hoped it would be a draw because that would still put us in the box seat um, for Wednesday night for uh, the visit of Barnsley so yeah it's uh you know, it's it's, a, it's an odd feeling, but I, I think we need to, you know, I think it, it will do us all good to be positive rather than negative. You know, there's one game to go. Um, anything is still possible. Let's, let's believe. Definitely. I mean, of course, we still all believe. And like I said to you, there's been quite a lot of pontificating going on. I mean, I, I didn't post anything at all during that day because I was basically I was too nervous. 
you know and i don't normally get nervous during matches but i was oh, i mean i couldn't sit down i was standing up in the pub again i watched it in the globe and uh the usual scenario it was it was good again it was a good vibe obviously it's good weather so outside had its uh you know the outside posse there was the inside versus the outside singing going on again so the inside of the globe was lively but the outside of the globe as well were reserved was they were coming back at us so it was a good start off to the day i mean 30 minutes in you know we just didn't we just didn't start the game right we'll talk about that a little bit later and you know people were very very gutted final whistle people left the pub I mean, they literally just was gone it was like like noah's ark in reverse um actually i don't know what noah's ark's got to do with it but it was it was like that and um and, and there was a lot of chatting and I, and the same thing on social media people trying to get their heads around it you know the talk of the bottling it the talk of you know whether or not brentford can ever get over this hurdle of, of trying to get you know over the hill at the last minute and there's lots of this stuff and there's lots of uh, name calling and, and and pointing fingers as well which i suppose people do when they get really angry but the situation really is you know we have won eight games in a row you know it would have been nine games in a row it would have been 10 games in a row if we'd done it we'd won eight, it's a pretty phenomenal feat and if we want to me if we'd won if we'd lost our first game or probably not the first game but if we'd lost our third game or lost against reading or lost against charlton and beaten stoke we'd have been exactly the same situation but i don't think the emotions would have been running so high it's a bit odd isn't it i mean you know after after this superb run you know you, you to get angry with the players it's, it's a bit of a strange reaction i'd say you know to be to be like full of full of hate you know on the after that was just a i, I think that's you know i think it's out of order if, I, if i'm honest with you and i saw saw gary blissett came on um social media on uh, on saturday um sunday morning rather and said will we'll brentford certain brentford fans stop crying he said you know your team have done amazingly he said like either either stop crying or um unfriend me which you know I, I, you know again it, it, that was a reaction as well I, I just don't think now's the time for any of that I, we're still we're still third in in the championship you know with one game to go um you know we can still make still make noah's ark bill i mean he said that stop crying he also said stop being nasty i think is one of the which is the more important thing that he said you know there's a lot of people gary saying a lot of people being nasty and he goes you know christ you know you know i've had a bad day but it doesn't mean that i have to go out and start being nasty to people so i think that was a very interesting point i mean i was just chatting to my mate as well forest fan dave you know you've got to forget you know we've won nine games eight games in a row you know what i'm saying my mate forest fan dave everyone says we don't want to play forest you know they just lost you know one nil last minute goal to, to was it to barnsley on on saturday and you know i was chatting to him you know about them going into the playoffs and he says you know we we have you know we're terrible form at the moment now you know we've, we've come into these playoffs and we're we're looking terrible and then you look at their their last six games and i don't think they've won one in the last six so you know for people you've got to have a bit of perspective on this one and we have won eight games in a row people don't want to play as they say because we've lost this game we've lost momentum it's kind of like what we've won eight games before that you know forests have kind of sort of kind of won you know what have they done they've kind of forests have gone in and they've like you know won one drawn one then lost one then drew two then lost another one like you know you know west west brom have you know the last three games lost one drawn two what you know what is what is momentum i understand what they're saying but it's kind of like if you're a good team you're a good team and i'm sure these players will pick themselves up they now have to pick themselves up and they'll go back and they'll just do it again 
Yeah, it's just you know, I don't you know, don't get us wrong. You know, I think you know, all of us were were, were down in the dumps. You know, I was pacing around my garden and you know, kicking things, and you know, certain players really did didn't play well. And I, you know, but you know, you don't don't be a hypocrite. I mean, I, don't, I think every single one of us had an awful night's sleep Friday night into Saturday morning. I think every single one of us was was anyone that's got a Brentford bit of DNA in their in their blood. Was 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 well bricking it, you know. You know, we, we we are we were it was all in our hands, and we we weren't in that position. And you think young players, pl- players younger than you, probably, you know, aren't, aren't affected by that. You know, I, I just think it's unrealistic. And for the pl- for the very players that have got us here to start balling them out um, individually, I, I think it, I think it's wrong. Um, and those players, the players you're expecting to pull it together for Wednesday night or go into the playoffs, just get. A, get an effing grip to be honest it's interesting you say that because i remember it was saturday morning i remember i got up and uh i got up at five o'clock in the morning actually and i just thought i was going through my head and i thought tell you what i'll just send a little note to the to like the, the whatsapp group and i'll just you know just maybe an article or something that i'd seen and i pinged a little note across and all of a sudden i got a reply ping, and, I was, what the hell? and then next minute somebody else went ping I, said, oh, I can't sleep and then somebody else went ping I can't sleep. before you knew it like you know there's about 10 15 20 people all saying oh, i can't sleep or i've been up since two o'clock you know i can't and and so everyone was definitely in that stage where they were like really wound up. i mean i didn't i didn't i didn't eat the night before i didn't eat on friday night the whole west brom versus uh um you know the west brom match day i didn't i didn't, didn't eat at all so the nerves were definitely there so you know if we were feeling like that everyone sort of says yeah they're professionals and they need to go about their business and you know we did it in 2002 and we, we bottled it in you know against Yeovil and it's kind of like well it's a different team it's a different era and it's just different so yes in principle yes it's the same team as it's in Brentford but it's really illogical to say that a group of players who weren't even born in 2002 a lot of them probably <laughs> have bottled it against a team in 2020 you know what I'm saying because they've lost one lost one match out of, out of eight or one match out of nine it just doesn't really makes sense but anyway so yeah I'm, I'm i'm in the middle of an article so hopefully when you hear this this article will go up and just trying to give a little bit more of a balanced view after a couple of days of thinking about that game and just to see where we are and where we're going to so hopefully that'll be up on besotted.com well when you listen to this podcast but anyway look we've got loads to to rattle through we're going to talk about the stoke match of course and the implications of that we're also going to be looking forward to the barnsley match we'll pontificate we have to have a QPR versus West Brom and we'll also have Paul from the QPR podcast will be giving us his views whether he thinks QPR will beat West Brom on Wednesday plus also we'll be talking to Joe from Red All Over podcast the Barnsley podcast and he'll be talking about the crucial top bottom six pointer game against Barnsley but first of all listen let's go back to Saturday Stoke City we were in the pubs we we're in our houses we we're in the gardens we we're all over the place we didn't win but the fans had a lot to say let's hear what the fans had to say after the Stoke game in the pub. We're just looking for various silver linings about the fact that we're, we wouldn't be there if, it was, if we were going up and how we were only in the pub. But it's hard to find anything really because, yeah, we thought we, we, this, this was a chance. This was a real chance. To say I'm disappointed is an understatement. Uh, I thought, really, we just didn't turn up today. Uh, I don't know what, if it was a combination of uh, nerves uh, and tiredness 
but I just I just felt that it's just a huge huge chance to you know to really put a stamp on things and we, and we gave it away um, like you Bill I'm trying to take the positives out of the game but it's, I'm struggling I'm struggling it's difficult um, that one definitely hurts you know I thought Stoke Owens won as well you know uh, playoffs gone by but um, I just you, you know I can't see QBR giving us anything to be fair so you know the worst case worst case scenario is it's definitely playoffs but um, we just didn't we didn't we didn't deserve anything out of that game today we, we just didn't turn up well that's right I mean if we come out today and played superbly and uh, lost by one goal to nil and did everything we could and hit the bar and hit the post and had numerous new misses and played superbly it, it would be perhaps easier to take but uh, to come out today you know, I think it's the game of our lives I think well I'm sure and to leave leave quite a bit short it's hard to take and I um, I think I, well, I, how would you pick yourself up I that's down to Thomas and Brian Reamer, but I'm, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Uh, we've had a hangover today, and uh, we'll come out, take our metaphorical Alka-Seltzer and come out and smash Barnsley, I'm sure. We fluffed it today. Uh, you can't uh, say anything else. There's probably a lot of players there. It's the first time we've had pressure on us, driving seat for the first time in, well, the whole season. And... And a handful of those players who probably didn't sleep well last night woke up, you know, heads, heads on, on it, and I'm like, yeah, mate, it just didn't happen. I mean, I, I, I'd like to think we can do something last day, but I think, I think today was a huge. We hadn't, we could have lost. We did, so that I think, oh, mate, I don't know. It's, 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 it's quite a tough one to take, actually. Um, it's tough contemplating the idea that on Wednesday... We've all not only got to be Brentford fans, but QBR fans. Yeah, I, I do agree. I mean, the only sort of glimmer of hope is that we're, we've obviously been really good on the chase. And we're on a chase again Wednesday. And, I mean, West Brom have undoubtedly been wobbly. So I don't, I don't think there's any guarantee that they win. But I think it's 90% chance they will. And then it's playoffs. And, and, then, and the things in the playoffs, the position you never want to be in the playoffs is the team who should have gone up automatically but fluffed it. That's the worst place to be. You want to be the fifth or sixth go with momentum. And, you know, if, if now if Wednesday doesn't work out, we're going to be that team who fluffed it and have to raise our game again. Yeah, I, I am I am so gutted. I am as, gu- I am as gutted now as the Doncaster game. Probably more. This, this, was, this was it. This was it. Look, look, look at what their keepers had to do today. You know, he's had, he's had sort of three, you know, three things to do all day. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know if they, if, you know, it was... We got carried away with ourselves. They look nervous. I, I think changing that winning team might, you know, De Silva, De Silva was swamped on the left wing. De, De Rico Henry, had, he had so much to do the first half with Ben Rama and, and De Silva not giving him cover. And then you had Jensen, he was, he was nice, he was getting in the pocket, but when it, when it, you know, when it got, you know, when it got edgy, it was Norgard was bailing him out yet again. We don't. This is like, like I've said to you before, Bill. This is not the time for passengers. We've had Brian, apart, you know, Reading goal aside, he's been off the boil. I don't know if it's COVID related. He's, he's not himself. He's not himself. He doesn't play the same way. He doesn't add. He doesn't add the same things. We have proved ourselves probably the second best team in the league behind Leeds for a big chunk of the season, especially for the last. 
few months of the season and we are at we are at a level above at our best we are at a level above fourth sixth fifth and sixth Fulham Forest and whether it be Cardiff or Millwall or Swansea we are better but there are there are teams there that have beaten us on their day so ain't gonna be easy but on our day we can beat those teams and win the playoffs at Wembley without us there so there is the views of the fans this is straight after the match you have to remember so people are hurting hurting bad and sometimes it's actually really good to hear fans opinion straight after the game that opinion could differ slightly after they've had a day or two to think about it and in Blaney we've had a day or two to think about it I mean the first question I'm going to ask you is there's a question that's been going around which is a question that has you know upset some people they think is a little bit disrespectful but the question is do you think Brentford bottled it or do you think you know, it was just tired or it was just their time that they didn't win that match? Uh, that, no, they didn't bottle it. Um, they Events got on top of them, I think. I think there was a, a lot of players that have been on, on top of their game who weren't. Um, I, I just I just think it was just the magnitude of, of you know, it was unexpected. No one expected uh, West Brom to, to lose to Huddersfield. Um, or, or even just to drop a point would have been, you know, or, you know, the most we were expecting. But for it to for it to be like handed us, I think it just took us by surprise. And you know, I just think it, I think it it was slightly overwhelming. And as we, as we just said on the you know the first chunk was, um, you know, I think it was only only human. So no, they they haven't bottled it because um, uh, you know they, they they could have bottled it sort of four or five games ago they could have bottled it against Fulham they, they didn't they kept going they, they could have bottled it against Derby they didn't um, I think the reality might have got to one or two of them but um, you know that's just I don't I don't I think that's just too harsh um, I think they, they're more than capable of making up for it um, this week and uh, we've got we've got to believe in them I've got a question though lady um, we've been kind of leading the way normally we've been playing our games on Tuesday and West Brom have been playing their games on Wednesday so they've they've kind of known um, or was it the other way around well they've well a few times so they've known kind of what we've done and then they've kind of come afterwards do you think that this situation where they led the way and then we had to come afterwards knowing what we had to do was different in the players heads yeah yeah, it was different in our different in our heads as well. You know, I, I just think it's better. I think it's better. I think it does us all a all a all a favour if we call us call this us. You know, not the players, and we will blame them or, or you know, we're, it's us. You know, we we, we all affect, were affected by it, by that. Um, if, I think it, I think if the games played at the same time, um, you know, West Brom are doing what they're doing up at Huddersfield, and we're doing what we're doing up at Stoke. I think it's a different outcome. Um, so yeah, I, I I do I do agree that uh, that, uh, that it did have an effect. Yeah, I, you're right. And I'm just wondering because we talked about the team. Do you think that the team selection was right? Because obviously these players, you know, they've come in and out and they've performed absolute wonders. Um, there's a, an argument that some people say that you know Stoke, you know, the team that they were, the warnings are out there for Stoke. You know, they're they're no they're no mugs. They they weren't they're not in the greatest position in the league, but they've got very expensive players they've got a manager who used to manage northern ireland you know did very well with northern ireland he knows how to get the best out of his players and also he has got the best or he's done very well with the stoke team that he's got we'll hear from from um we heard from ben rowley from stoke city and he he was saying listen you know our team's actually really good and you know we might have a go of it next season so 
bearing all that in mind, the fact that they get all this high XG and everything like that, did we choose our team wrong, do you think? Possibly, you know. Um, but, you know, I've got, we've given, we've given Thomas Frank, you know, all the all the pats on the back and, you know, for getting that team to, to perform as they are. You know, he, he has to rotate. There's, there's no way that, you know, there's no way that we could have, you know, picked the same team every single match during, you know, since we played Fulham all the way through to now. Um, he, he, has, he, has to, he has to swap it around, otherwise people just get injured and blow out, you know. If if we have to go into the, the playoff matches, we're going to need Mark Condes, we're going to need Jensen, we're going to need we're going to need De Silva fresh and fit. You know, it's not, we can't run him into the ground if we've got more games to come. Um, he knew he was up against a stubborn team that were capable of, of sort of digging in. You know, Stoke are, are, are as you say, you know, you, you use the word expensive. I use the word experienced. You know, they're they're able to they're able to kind of out outthink us or sort of or equally match us in, in, in that kind of thought process during the game. Um, unfortunately, the, the, the deciding factor was they win a goal ahead. And the goal going a goal ahead changed the match. They just ceased to be really that much of a threat. Not that they particularly were one before then. You know, we we were spluttering, we were giving the ball away, we were kicking it long, we were doing lots of things that weren't weren't the way that we've got to this situation. Um, but um, you know, they went a goal ahead and after that they, they really did I thought they defended brilliantly, if I'm honest with you. It pains me to say it. But they 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 won every 50-50. Um, and they they sort of really did quell the threat of um, Ben Rama. Ben Rama was Ben Rama was all over the park. Every single blade of grass he covered, but he was in the wrong positions for to, to, to really hurt them. And you know he tried the same shot that he you know that came off against Derby. You know you you, you rightly said after that game it was a low 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 chance in terms of percentage they go in and that's why because most of the time that's what happens they just go well wide of the mark and hit the seat they don't hit the back of the net but the, the one the one obviously you do remember is the one where it all comes off so you know we could have had penalties you know i, I thought i thought the tug on ethan pinnock was absolute stonewall you can you get so the officials didn't help us there i don't think holly watkins's one was um towards the end and then you've got Pinnock's shot, which was goal bound, um, and the keeper pulls off a you know a cracking save. So, you know we we can we we did create some quality chances, but just not enough, not not to the level where you know we we've seen over the last sort of month or so. So yeah, it's it's, it's a kick in the nuts, it really is. But you know let's 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 just let's believe one more game um, in the normal season and if that doesn't happen we, we regroup and we we have to we have to be big boys and girls and and put put a brave face and uh, you know get ready to scrap and um, you know I think that's that's what's going to be required and you know come on you know we would have taken this all day long at the beginning of the season we're 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 the best team in in the championship bar leads and you know we ought to be proud, not not sort of pointing the finger. We've had a brilliant run, and don't forget that this eight-game run, it, it, there's a lot of skill involved, but also you do have to have a bit of luck. You know, you have to have things that go your way. And we hear about this, you know, we've been talking about this for, you know, a few years now, especially when things haven't gone our way. We see teams like Reading who get to third place in the championship and they get to the player final. And then you hear the, you know, stats people say, well, actually, they were really lucky because they should have been 18th, not third. And people say, oh, you know, they got to third, so they've done what they've, you know, what they had to do. But the fact is that 
people talk about the fact that they you know more luck went their way than did do we felt that over the years luck hasn't been on our side but i thought that when this runs come into place it's almost like all the luck that we didn't have seems to have come you know falling into place it was great you know it's the fact that we had you know we normally get injuries and we didn't get any injuries we had shots that were going to go in that they didn't go go in you had you know the ben rama shot at, at derby county that the goalkeeper sort of spooned and put it into the net you had the ben rama shot that you know went in the back of the net which probably normally wouldn't you sort of think god you know when things you know they talk about momentum going your way they really do and luck is on our side and i just thought you know maybe for this run the luck's going to go with us all the way to the very end to the very last game of the season and, um, you know, we talk about the Derby County match. We even talk about the Charlton match, which I say to you that, you know, probably 75 minutes to go, even though we were coming at them. How many games have we played a game like Charlton where the result hasn't gone to plan? You know, for once you just thought, oh, my God, it's gone with us. 75 minutes and yes, we got a penalty. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And then, and then we scored a great goal. Oh, you know, so things had gone with us, you know, where beforehand we'd have lost 1-0 to Charlton and been like we were at the beginning of the season bemoaning it. But I think for this Stoke game, it just ran out. The luck that we that we had normally for that one particular game just ran out. The shot, like you said, from ben, um, from um, Pinnock didn't go in. You know, Ben Rama's little tricks that he did didn't quite come off. We tried to thread the ball through in the middle and they just blocked it or they cleared it, you know. And it was just one of those things where you just sort of think, you know, it doesn't matter how good or bad we are or average we are, this isn't actually going to go for us. And And that's why I think that you've got to just look at that defeat and think, it's come at the back end, but it could have come at the front end. It's come at the back end. Let's stop and go again because we are still a good side. It doesn't make us a bad side. We are still a good team. Yeah, I, you know, you, the, the, the thing that you just said is, is 100% correct is, is the fact that, you know, we know in the course of a season, you, you, don't, you don't win eight or nine games often, if ever. In a row, in a row. In a row, yeah, yeah. So, um you know, you're going to get a draw. You're going to get a defeat. Even the very best clubs in the world, they, they, for some reason, it doesn't happen every time. The best Barcelona teams, best Man City teams, you know, it, it, you do come up against a situation where either things don't come off or um, you get out tactics against ambitious, unambitious teams that have set up to uh, to, to stifle, defend, and um, you know, and, and to. to to, to snub out all your, your attacking threats. It, it was going to come, and I'd rather it come now. Gives us a chance still on Wednesday. If we're going to get one defeat in this run, I'd rather it not be at Wembley, thanks. Um, you know, um, if we, we, we can afford we can afford a defeat in the playoff first leg or the second leg, if it means that we, you know, in the other leg of that, that, that two home and away, we, we, you know, we've, we've, we've done better. So, you know, of, of all the games, um, it's not great. You know, again, again, we're not saying that we weren't hurting, we're not smarting. We're still not hurting and smarting. But I think a sense of perspective is is more um, beneficial to everyone um, and getting behind the players. They don't want to read. They don't want to read shit on social media. You know, I hope hopefully they'll, they've, they've not, not, read in, not read any negatives because, you know, to, to, to be given them all the props in the world for eight games and then balling them out for one you know it's like going down the pub with with a, with with your best mate and he buys you eight drinks one after the other and you're going oh what a nice bloke well oh, great his bloke his bloke's brilliant isn't he yes yeah, another about yeah oh 
you know, you, then the time you have to go and get a drink, you're 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 calling him all the names under the sun, slagging him off. You know, it's it's just like it's a bit like manners, really. You know, these these players have got us to where we are, and we need to support them. You know, we are supporters. Um, I, you know, we we can we can talk about this. You know, after the after the season's finished, if we don't go up. Um, but you know, there's so much to be to be hopeful for still. You know, we haven't blown it. We've we 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 are definitely in the playoffs, and we're definitely within a chance of automatic still. Unlikely, possible. I'll take it all day long. It's interesting. I'm just saying, talking about the stats side of things. Actually, uh, talking to my uh, numbers person who is very very high up in the numbers game, and he tells me actually uh, that QPR and we're going to talk about them later, have a 25% chance of taking either one or three points from West Brom on Friday. Now, you know, we'll talk about hanging our hook on it later, but, you know, that was actually quite a lot higher than I thought it was. So it just goes to show you that we're still in the game. And if anything, like I said, you know, if you knew back in the 20th of June when the season, you know, the restart started, that you were going to be 25%, have a 25% chance of getting automatic promotion if... You won your last game of the season. You take that all day long. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. You know, and again, just, you, you said at the beginning of you know beginning of August when the season started, all those all that time ago, almost a whole year ago. You know, that that game again after the defeat to Birmingham, you if someone said to you on the last game of the season, the last game at Griffin Park, you would be a, possibly a win away from the Premier League outright, not playoffs. You would have just gone. Where do I sign? Where, 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 where can I, where can I buy this snake oil? Where, where's this promise? I'll have it. You probably would have sold your soul for it. You know, it, it is still an incredible achievement. And from a very young, very promising team, they've done, they've got to where they are, playing stunning football. You know, I think it's ungrateful. To, to, to be upset with them. I'm going to ask you a question, Laney, because it's interesting. We've actually had nine 1-0 defeats this season, OK? And we've actually had only two nil-all defeats. So, you know, the margin between 1-0 and nil-all is quite slim. And obviously, that you know, that's, that's the difference between naught points and one point. Why do you think it is that we kind of are a very slim losing team? When we lose, we're just losing 1-0 because we're very adventurous and we experiment and we try things that sometimes don't come off. Um, that's the way we play football. And it's that old adage, you know, as I said it, I said it earlier, you know, some teams are set up to frustrate and, 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 you know, and, and ruin us. Um, and you can do that. And you combine a slightly off day with a team, you know, who don't want to allow you to play, then that's, that's what happens. Um, you know, that's, and that's football. You, know, you, you forget, you know, Leeds and and West Brom, although they're, they're they're ahead of us, you know, over the over the course of that season, they're not that far ahead of us. So even the champions, they're only they're only a couple of couple of wins better off than us, um, which are, you know, which is it puts things in perspective. We we have come very very close to pulling off a miracle, and that miracle I think is still alive. Um, you know, we we're not the finished article. You could argue we're not ready for the Prem. You could argue that it might be better to wait till next season, um, have a whole season, start to finish with us going going hell for leather. A bit like the Yeovil season, followed by 
you know, the, the promotion against Preston season. You know, I'm not going to argue that. I know all the chance, all the time that there is a there's a there's a sniff of automatic promotion or promotion to the Premier League. You take it. You bite. You bite that hand off. Um, but you know, we're 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 a very young team, and there's a lot of inexperience in that team in certain positions. You know, you could say that we're not quite got the strength, the depth of the other two, but they've just they we we we're where we are within FFP as well. It's, it is it's incredible, and that, and that's why everyone talks about Brentford being, um, you know, such such a you know a, you know um, you know bucking the trend and uh, doing things different. And sometimes it doesn't come off. We know that that's it's, it's perfect imperfection, and that's that's what makes us you know such a brilliant club. We are have won 24 games. Um, uh, West Brom has actually won 22 games, but the difference between us and West Brom is that they've drawn 16 and we've drawn nine. So again, it's that sort of kind of grinding out results when you instead of losing, you're winning. And we're actually quite similar to Leeds, where we've lost, you know, 12 games. You know, Leeds have won 27 games, we won 24. You know, they've lost nine, we lost 12. So it's kind of like similar in that nature where Leeds are like, no, we don't really draw unless we really have to we kind of a win or a lose team and i think you know maybe that's like you know that's that's the difference between you know us and west Brom. but it still shows as you said you know they've got the money but we're still in there final game of the season and uh, and also the other thing and we talk about this later is that we know we're a team that other teams in the playoffs don't want to play which i think is, a, is something psychologically that we have to kind of we have to bear with but look we've been talking about this as well but it'd be interesting to hear the views of thomas frank to hear what he had to say after that Stoke City match. Heads up, we have an important game Wednesday. Um, we lost uh, today, but what happened out there is now the past. What we can do something about is uh, recover well, have a good night's sleep, ready to train um, soon again, ready to perform against uh, Wednesday. Um, that, 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 that's what we need to be ready for. We've done it unbelievable uh, in the last uh, eight games, eight wins. Um, we lost a very, very tight game where it at least could, it easy could have been a, a draw, um, which would be, a, of course, would have been a good point for us. And then I said to them, uh, we need to do everything we can to be ready and take our chances on, on Wednesday night. And I'm 100% sure. No, I, and then I said, I'm proud of them. And I'm 100% sure I'll be very, very proud of them in the end of the season. Because we've been on a eight game, win streak it's you know it's you always expect us to win the next and uh, of course we wanted to win this very very badly and i think the players gave everything out there today um on the day we couldn't produce that uh final bit that could could have given us uh, the goal um and i think they they did well the first 15 minutes then i think actually we came on top and then they 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 had a they got the goal where, you know, a shot edges the box and then it drops and then they put it in. That, that was actually what they had to throughout the game, I think, ahead in the second half. And after that, we just kept going, kept going, kept going, did everything we could to have offensive players on the pitch. And I think we played with uh, eight out of ten offensive players uh, in the end. I think we did everything we could. On the day, we couldn't win. On to the next one. On Wednesday against Barnsley, uh, we will, of course, now we're disappointed, obviously. Uh, but I promise you that we are ready to, uh, to fight. Uh, and play and run Wednesday night. So that was Thomas Frank, and to be fair, he's um he's such a good, he's a good bloke because he you know he tipped his hat to Leeds United as well, you know you know on the manners front, but also he kind of just said, look, 
it's it's a game that just didn't really work out for us and i suppose that's probably it sounds quite blasé to put it that way but the reality is that it's just it's what it is isn't it lady yeah he's not going to cry is he and say it's all over and you know start screaming and shouting it's just you know i, I think um he's he's exactly the, the right calm head that you want at the moment um he won't let the pressure get to the players um they'll, they'll be training they'll be excited i think the sun's out now in, in you know in west london they'll be they'll be sort of uh, enjoying their training session i think and hopefully getting a bit of rest um tomorrow afternoon um and then and and, and again like just going through their tactics and how they approach the game and then uh, wednesday's match day again i just you know again i just hope that they can uh, you know just keep keep calm is, is is what they need to do now just refocus you know if they, if they did let it all get to them a little bit on saturday morning or friday night or whatever that's gone you know put, put it out of your mind and then uh, just go again you know pressure's massively massively on west brom too we're going to talk about that in a minute, but you know, of all the pressure now, it's heaped back on them. And they they've not won in four now, you know. So it's 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 all to play for. Definitely all to play for. So Wednesday, it's all to play for. Brentford play Barnsley, West Brom play QPR. We're going to talk about those two matches after this little break. So the scenario, it's very very simple. We need three points and we need West Brom to draw or lose. We get promoted. If we get one point, West Brom have to lose and Fulham have to either lose or draw. We get promoted. If we get only one point or we lose and West Brom get a point or lose and Fulham beat Wigan, they get promoted. So at this moment in time, there are three teams that can get automatic promotion. How mad is that, Laney? It's really exciting. It's just I, I wish it wasn't quite so exciting. I wish it was just that. I wish it was. I wish it was. If we got a point, we're up. I mean, that's 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 what we all wanted, didn't we? Um, that's not the case. Uh, we've done all right, I have to say, um, in those kind of situations in in recent history where um, there's all to all to play for on the final day with us towards the top of the division. I know it's gone, it hasn't gone our way when there's all to play for and we've been at the bottom of the division. I know you can chuck those stats at me as well. But the, the, you know, obviously I, I'm going to I'm going to shout at you. I'm going to go Peterborough. I'm going to go Cambridge. Um, I'm going to go Darlington away. I'm going to I'm going to go sort of um, when we got into the playoffs. Not Reading though. Not Reading at home. No, not reading at home, you know. So there, there are there are there are occasions, yeah. But we've done we've done okay mostly. Um, when when you know the, a surprise could happen, you know. I I think it's the surprise surprise rather than the actual sort of pulling it off on the last day. If I'm honest with you, you know, I, I, we we we've been really pleasantly shocked that you know the win has has been you know not only promotion but it's been the title as well. Uh, so. You know, it's not alien to us. It's just uh, it is still quite a lot to ask where two other results go your way as well as your own. But uh, you know, again, what is the point in us sitting here trying to be double clever and going, oh yeah, we screwed it up? Oh, oh, typical Brentford. Uh, you know, I'd rather I'd rather be wrong and positive and you know really get behind the team and us on on Wednesday than just be kind of like down in the dumps about it. I just don't, it's not to do my mojo any good. And I just don't, I think it, I think it's, um, I think it contaminates 
the whole situation you know keep it if, well if, if you do think it's all over and you know and you're down in the dumps like keep it to yourself because you know that's that's fine but the players don't need that vibe and on social media it, that they there's a chance they'll pick it up and I, I just i think it's i think it's to be avoided if possible we've got to talk about west Brom game just for a little bit because it's very important now last week we had the very very strange situation of having to sort of inverted commas i say support a team uh, who was our main rivals i mean for me fulham is a bigger rival for me than qpr this is just a personal thing i know other people qpr is bigger than than fulham is but for me i had to do quite a lot to actually kind of sit in front of the tv and will fulham on for that game and it was a really weird experience we talked about it last week on the podcast saying how we felt kind of almost like cheated and, and dirty the fact that we, we'd done it and especially as they hadn't even tried as much as we as, as as we felt that they should have done so you know that's a weird scenario now we've got another situation where we've got you know we want to will qpr on against west brom now where i'm at here now after the pain i went through last weekend and I'm just thinking now, I'm actually, I actually feel now like I did at the beginning of lockdown, where I had no pressure going into lockdown because I knew we were in the playoffs pretty much. And I just thought, let's just solidify, make sure we don't get any injuries. Let's win a few games, lose a few games, draw a few games and go into the, the, the playoffs on a positive mind. All of a sudden you win six, seven games and it all starts to become quite serious. That game was so stressful. We didn't win it. And so you get disappointed. You bottom out. Then you think, actually, we're not going to go up now automatically. So anything that happens on Wednesday is a bonus. So my thought here is like, to be honest with you, I can't, I cannot summon the energy or the thoughts to, to, to will QPR on. If it happens, that's great. It's fine. They've done their professional job. Right, let's get on with it. Are you, are you the same way? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't find it that difficult last week at all, to be honest with you, willing Fulham on or QPR on. You know, you just do whatever, what's best for your own club. And, you know, it's not, I didn't feel dirty or cheated. You just want whatever's best for your own team so um you know yeah you, it's, it's probably the right way to look at it if it was just kind of assume assume that results in the bag and it's the playoffs but we still have to win for for griffin park i i'd say you know i, I think that's i think the players should focus on winning for the for the stadium um and then if anything else happens then then yeah we'll, we'll, we'll take it all day long and then it'll be a you know i don't even want to think about what could happen so you know let's, let's assume we're in the playoffs and, and that's we're pleasantly surprised and you know it's a bit matter of fact it might be a bit dull to say it but uh, i think it's best for all of us just to kind of like just focus on what's a reality and if uh, if the dream happens then you know we'll enjoy it well, I mean, let's see if we can focus on the reality over over up in the Hawthorns on Wednesday night. Um, we've got somebody who has been living a bit of a reality. Paul Finney from the QPR podcast, Open All R's as well. And he is going to give us his thoughts as to whether QPR will actually do Brentford a favour on Wednesday. Well, I'm Paul Finney, and I'm from the Queen's Park Rangers podcast, QPR Pod. It's called Open All Ours. Well, you see, there's always this thing about us that we play within ourselves a lot of the time. We didn't play many strikers on Saturday, and we'd done the business against a, a team I thought would absolutely keen us. And we're the most unpredictable I've seen us for a long time. Wolverton, as you will know, um, if Plan A works brilliantly, then it's great. If Plan A doesn't work, Plan B seems to go for a walk in the park somewhere and doesn't appear. So if, if we play to how we can, yes, we can beat West Brom, we can beat anyone in this league. As you, as you said on Saturday, 
you went to a team that were absolutely terrible and got turned over. The championship is just that and one one false way. Who's to say that Barnsley won't turn up and do use that on, on Wednesday? No one knows how this league pans out. So yes, on our day, we can do a sneaky win at West Brom. And as a QPR fan, I will always want us to win. But it, it should answer your question. Yes, we can. Honestly, lads, I think it was in your own hands and you're relying on us and I wouldn't count on it. Not because it's Brentford, you know, it's kind of for the last God knows how many years you've been very lively on the old Twitter front and the old social media giving us absolute grief. And every season, like a wee charity, we give you six points. We'll let you play. We don't get your players injured. You come and you beat us. And we're all very friendly. And now you want us to do you a favour. Oh, dear. And um, I think our record at West Brom, if you remember rightly, last season wasn't a very good one. We lost 7-1. We've been tanked there a few times. Our record at the Hawthorns is shocking. If you do win and you do go up, I would like to think of a very good friend of mine called Martin Kelly, and it would mean the world to him. He's a lovely man, a loyal Brentford fan, and love we take the piss out of each other. I would be delighted for him, and I'll raise a glass. But as a QPR fan, I shudder at the thought of you going into the Premier League. But for him, I'll be over the moon. That was Paul Finney from the QPR podcast, and uh, he's really, he's really not happy with us at all, actually. And um, he, he just, he's saying it's not going to happen. You know, he's got no charge of the team, of course. But as far as he's concerned, it, he's, he's not going to happen. So, uh, like I said to you, he thinks it's not going to happen. We just need to move on, and if we get the, we get the lovely surprise, that surprise does come. So the big game on Wednesday, Barnsley coming down to Griffin Park, last game of the season of the league season. We need a win massively. Barnsley need a win massively. We need to know about Barnsley. So we're going to go to Joe from Riddle Over Podcast. He's going to give us the lowdown on Barnsley. So one final league game to go. And it's getting very nervy indeed. Not only at the top, but at the bottom of the league. Because we it seems that everyone needs to win on, on Wednesday. Every, every single team in the league almost needs to win. There's nothing being decided except Leeds winning the championship but other than that it's real nerve biting other than that it's real nail biting stuff listen Barnsley are coming down and we need to find out a little bit more about Barnsley so I thought I'd go up to my old chum Joe Beardsall from the Red All Over podcast and he's going to give us how much news on his nail biting activities going up up there Joe how you doing Billy I'm good but I've got no nails left I've used them all already mate it's uh yeah it's it's going to be a nervous time for both sides on Wednesday I imagine it is indeed I mean I tell you something this the weird thing about this whole thing and I kind of blame myself is I remember about three or four weeks first of all at the beginning of the season I put Barnsley down that they were going to avoid promotion in our pre-season um, predictions that we did on besotted.com as well and I said you'll avoid relegation but also the second thing is about three or four weeks ago, I sent you the great escape, didn't I? And I said to you, I'm feeling it in my bones. <laughs> you guys are going to do the great escape. So I'm presuming that you'll be out of there way before the last game of the season. And also probably in the back of my head, I'm not thinking that we're going to have to go to the last game of the season to actually get automatic because we were so out of the automatic spot at the time. I just thought, tell you something, as long as we get promotion, I'm happy. So I kind of feel like it might be a little bit my fault that you're, you're in this position at the moment now. You, you've definitely shot yourself in the foot with that one, mate, sending me that great escape and all. I, I get the encouragement, obviously, a lot of niceness, but it's come down to this now and I just cannot believe that you guys can get automatic and that we've got to win to stay up. It's just mad. Um, 
yeah, it's just going to be crazy. I really wanted you guys to beat Stoke, so you'd, you'd at least be ahead. And then maybe a draw, isn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. The maths is terrible at the minute. But um, it's going to be crazy for us. Um, we're a young side, so you'll expect lots of energy from us. But I don't think it'll be like what you got from Stoke. Obviously, they were very organised, just trying to keep you out. Whereas I think we'll be more attacking, but more susceptible at the back. I mean, listen, you were, you were pretty much down and out. Um, Struber, I mean, he's come in and he's kind of actually worked wonders with you, you know, with you guys. I mean, a lot of people say, you know, I kind of done because you're down the bottom of the league. But, you know, there's an argument to say that he hasn't had that much to work with. But what he's worked with, he's actually done a really good job. I mean, is that correct? Yeah, I mean, we had one win in 17, I think it was, when he came in. So you've got to give him massive credit. I think we are about, the maths changes every week, but about 13 since he came in, in terms of the table. So we would be safe if it had been there all season, in my opinion. Um, we needed experience. He brought a bit in in January, which has made a massive difference. Without uh, Michael Solbauer at centre-half, we would have been dead and buried a long time ago. So that's been a big change for us. Uh, made us a lot more solid, but we've still got mistakes in us, so you never know which bands is going to turn up, whether it's going to be the one that manages to win 1-0 and, and solid and, you know, decent going forward, or the side that just capitulates uh, like we did against Stoke a few weeks ago and, and got battered 4-0, so it's hard to tell what's going to happen on Wednesday, to be honest, but it's the, it's the hope that kills you, mate. I tell you, I thought we were gone, and then we, we beat Forest in that last minute, and now it's, uh, yeah, the hope's there for us, just as it probably is for you as well. Yeah, I mean, it is. And just going back to that Forest game, because obviously Forest could potentially be um, rivals for us in the, in, the, in the playoff race if it ever does get to that. And we're also a bit nervous about Forest because we've actually lost to them twice this season. They're the type of team that just basically just keeps it tight, keeps it tight, frustrates you, frustrates you, frustrates you, then bang, gets the ball up to Graben or maybe one of their other guys, you know, Lolly or something like that, might get the ball, puts it in the back of the net. So we're a little bit nervous about them because they're the type of team who can frustrate us looking at the match that you played against them though you created like a, a large number of chances relative to the position that you had you stole the ball a lot so it means that you're quite potty for it you created a lot of opportunities you know your players are really skillful you had a lot of opportunity through skill you know through through balls you know down the flanks you know set pieces I mean you did quite a lot of good things in that game um obviously without putting the ball in the back of the net for 89 minutes and Forrest kind of didn't seem to do anything. I mean, how did that game go? I was totally shocked, to be honest, Billy. I thought Forrest, you know, they're probably going to get in the playoffs. It's almost secure. I thought they'd just come to Barnsley, just have a go at us, not really got too much to lose because if they get a draw out of the game, they're definitely secure. And they just put loads at the back, defended, were happy for us to come on to them. It was really shocking because you think a team that are about to play and go in the playoffs are going to, going to go for it and they didn't make too many changes either so it wasn't like they played all the all the kids they, they played quite a strong side against us so if i was brentford i wouldn't be fearing forest at all when it comes to playoff time i think they're the team that are going to yeah i see them losing in a semi-final against any of those sides in the top six um so for me forest would be a threat and it's interesting because you you know talking about that you know, on the flip side of it you know you were you weren't that great at finishing which is probably a big problem throughout the whole season and also you gave away a lot of free kicks around the box as well and and just looking at the weaknesses of your side because you're you know you're saying to us you're different to stoke you know you seem to find difficulty in keeping possession of the ball and uh you know difficult i mean obviously we've got one of your ex-players as well you know and ethan pinnock as well in the air you're not as strong i mean it, there are areas where you know there are quite a few weaknesses. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I said, Billy, the first week before the season started and I was asked for my prediction, I said, 
we, I, I think we might just stay up, but if we go down, it's because we sold Ethan Pinnett to Brentford. <laughs> so, you know, that's been the big difference. And, and it's, it's the little things in this league that make the difference. And if we'd have had Ethan Pinnock in our ranks for this season, we'd have been safe by now for me. Uh, I know he's done real for you from everything I've seen and seeing the games he's played. I think he's been fantastic. And that's what we've lacked until we got Michael Solbauer in, in January, that centre-half to kind of steady the ship and get the young lads concentrating for 90 minutes it's been difficult but there's still mistakes in us and at any minute we can just switch off for a second and, and just give a team a, an easy goal so that's the difficulty with Wednesday for us if we allow you to have an easy chance within the first five or ten minutes and you score the chances are you'll go on to win four or five nil but if we can keep you out and keep in the game then there's always a chance going forward we might be able to nick one um, we've seemed to be better defensively recently and worse up front for some reason. We, we weren't having too much trouble scoring goals earlier in the season and now scoring seems to be almost impossible for us. So, uh, yeah, I think if we are going to win, it'll probably have to be 1-0. I'm interesting as well, because you talk about your players up front. I mean, you've got Kelly Wichon, you've got Connor Chaplin as well, you know, who are players who kind of, you know, they seem to be doing all right. I don't know how regularly they're doing all right, but they sort of seem to be names on people's tongues. Uh, how much of a threat are these guys well Woodrow got benched against Forest and not and you know if you'd have asked any Barnsley fan earlier in the season if a manager had put him on the bench they'd have been going mad at you they'd have been saying what are you doing putting him on bench as his best goal scorer but since we came out of well not came out of lockdown but since we started playing football again he's, he's not really done anything at all I mean we played Leeds and the rest of the team played amazing and he was just there just swinging his foot at it missing shots not doing the right things he was all over the place so at the minute, we can't really rely on him because he's not been there for his last few games, to be honest. So we've got to try and rely on the other players. But a couple of the young lads who have badly featured this season have come in since we came back to playing football. Callum Styles, particularly, is the biggest threat on the pitch for us. We need to get that lad signed on like a five-year contract because he's the one that you've got to be careful of. He's, he's a good dribbler, good on the ball, makes things happen. He's the one that I think could really give us a chance on Wednesday. He's the one that's basically give us a chance now for me. He's played amazing. But no, Woodrow, uh, Chaplin's not in great form either. So, yeah, weirdly, I, I, that's why we've not been able to score because we've got that far up the pitch and then just not been able to put the ball in the back of the net. Just looking at your results or some recent results, I mean, you played Leeds fairly recently. I mean, a big Yorkshire derby, that one as well. Um, um, Leeds won it narrowly, 1-0. But, you know, obviously Leeds are, you know, they're champions now. So they've done they've done very well. So if you look at that on paper, even though you did lose, it was actually quite a good result. And you said it's a good performance. And also Nottingham Forest, you've just beaten them one nil. So is it a case that you seem to sort of raise your game? Where you could do better against better sides, or is it the style of football they play? Do you do better against styles like the teams that play a particular type of football? Yeah, I think that's definitely hit the nail on the head because when we went into the week, we had Stoke um, a few couple of weeks back. Stoke, Luton, and Wigan. We were all thinking. You take six points out of nine here and we're safe. And we took two and we were terrible. And we played really, I mean, we weren't too bad against uh, Luton and Wigan, but we didn't do enough to win the games. And, you know, we should have really done a lot more. And then we played Leeds and you're thinking, we're going to get turned over five, nearly uh, end of the season relegation. And we've turned up and yeah, OK, we lost one nil. And anybody who didn't watch that game is going to think, oh, well, they put a bit of effort in and, and Leeds were just too good for them. But actually, if you watch the match, we were better than Leeds all over the park. And I think even the commentators were saying we were better than Leeds on that day. Of course, Leeds are you know, the best side in this league. They've won the division, so you can't take that away from them. But on that day, we really showed a fight. And we did it again against Forest. We could have 
more clinical, if we were more clinical, we could have beat Forest three or four nil. And I know I'm a fan, so I'm biased, but if you watch that game back on chances that we had, we should have really won that game by a couple of goals at the very least. Um, so yeah, that's the thing. If, if I was a Brentford fan, I'd be fearing the fact that even though we are a bottom of the league side, we're in the bottom three. We've got a bit of quality when it goes to when it comes to playing the better sides. We have more space and we, we do use it quite well. So on a, on a day when we get a bit of luck and a rub of the green, look at what we did to Fulham at Craven Cottage. We beat them three 0 So if it turns out on Wednesday we get a few good chances, you never know. Ironic because this is their final game as we believe, are the final league game of the season at Griffin Park, and some people feel it might be the final game at Griffin Park. It was, I think, probably orchestrated that Barnsley would be the final league game at Griffin Park so that it would give, you know, Brentford fans time to come down there and, uh, well, I say celebrate the fact that, you know, we're leaving our ground from, you know, 100 plus years as well. And also may have given the opportunity for some Brentford fans to take maybe a section of the, of the end that you had because Barnsley weren't probably deemed to, to have taken the whole um, of your 1,600 allocations for this game, you know. Um, but the irony is, <laughs> uh, as things go, you probably would have done, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty certain we would uh, for this one if, if we were allowed in the stadium. I mean, it's gutting that we weren't allowed in against Nottingham Forest. And I'm sure you feel the same. I mean, it's devastating, isn't it, not to be able to, to see Griffin Park out and have that one day of celebration. And especially if you, had a got, if you did get promoted on Wednesday, it would have been amazing. So it's a real shame that we haven't been able to Help. I think all Barnsley fans were looking forward to it, to be honest. They were looking forward to the coming down and, uh, you know, giving the, the stadium the send-off it deserved and being part of that celebration. Um, obviously wanting to stay up when we're talking about on the pitch, but it would have been a great day. So it is a shame, but, you know, the world's just a strange place at the minute. So coming back to the match itself then, you know, it's do or die for both of us. You know, obviously, you know, probably a lot about Brentford with our BMW, Ben Rahman, um, Bumo and uh, and Watkins. You know, we've got the Silvers, we've got the Anor guards, we've got, you know, a reasonably tight defence that can be breached at times. You know, but, you know, we're a side that when we get on the money, as they say, we pass the ball out. We like to pass a lot and, and we can do some creative things, but sometimes we might freeze. How do you think you're going to uh, play this game and who should we be looking out for? Well... Obviously, I've got to go with confidence for Barnsley. We've just beat Forest, but on a massive high. Uh, I watched you guys against Stoke, and even though Stoke were solid, just couldn't quite get enough out of them. I know you nearly had, you had a few chances. I just think that you guys, I mean, you might disagree with me, and you, you, you can, Bill, if you want, but you guys might be feeling a bit nervous. I mean, it's a big pressure to know you need to win to go up, whereas from a Barnsley point of view, we've been expecting to go down all season. So... From a fan's point of view, anyway, there's no pressure because we just think, well, we we already thought we were relegated, so this is a bonus. This is a bonus that we've taken it to the last day and we've got a chance. So we'll just go out there. And, and the young lads' last two games, like I say, have just gone out against the big teams and just thought, let's do it. Let's just go for it, show what we can do. And if we go down fighting, then that's the best way. And I think that's what we'll do. Like I say, if you get an early goal and you take control of the game, you'll probably beat us. But if we stick, stick in it, I think we've always got a chance because we, we are good going forward when... In terms of creating chances, we just need to stick the ball in the back of the net. From the stats view, I mean, we, we actually, on our podcast last week against Stoke, we did the warning and we said that, you know, Stoke City are, from a statistical point of view, from an XG point of view, actually in a false position. I think their position is actually sixth in that chart. It's just that they don't take their chances, but they're actually a good team with good players, with expensive players, and they showed that they are able to take their chance last week. And I think it's similar, not quite the same, but similar with Barnsley as well, who are a team that play great football. They put the ball around, they create chances, but they don't necessarily have the finishing to create those chances. Is that right? 
Yeah, that's bang on. I mean, some of the times we'll, we'll, you know, we'll turn in the midfield, pass, pass, pass. It's lovely football. We get to the edge of the box and it's almost like deer caught in headlights. It's what do we do with it now? Do we have a shot? Do we pass it? We don't really know. Uh, and it's just that, I mentioned it on Twitter to some of the fans, that it's the killer instinct in front of goal. That's what we're lacking. Um, none of the players at the minute look like they're ready to just hit the ball and just smash it and make sure it goes in. It's more of a, ooh, what do I do? Do I pass? I mean, we had a chance against Leeds. Jacob Brown went through one-on-one and he, he should have just hit it first time. Instead, he takes a touch and then the chance is gone. It's just that, it's that lack of experience from young lads where they've got all the energy and they've got the ability to get you into good positions. But then when it comes to the final, you know, just putting the ball in the back of net, what should be the easiest bit, it's actually really hard for them because they just don't know whether they should hit it or, or pass. So, uh, But on days, like I said, this season, like the, like the Fulham away, things have come together. We've had a shot and it's gone in. And it's hard for the young, young teams because... the you concede a goal and the confidence is gone. You score a goal and it's through the roof uh, more than other teams. So this is the, this is the thing. It, it, it all depends on the mentality of the day and how the first sort of half an hour of the match goes, I think. So, Joe, I'm going to ask you, give us a score prediction. Uh, my journalist, Ted, and knowing Barnsley, it is typical Barnsley to give us fans a bit of hope on last day. To, I mean, we did it against you guys a few years ago. We beat you guys 2-0, if I remember rightly. And then we had Derby on last day to stay up, and we got batted 5-1. Um, and we got relegated. So I imagine that part of me thinks it's going to be the same. Part of me thinks that you guys will probably just beat us, and hopefully you'll you'll gain promotion. Because if, if, if out of the teams, I want you guys to go up. But unfortunately, it's just come down to this. Um, so my journalist, Ted, is going to say 4-2 to Brentford. But my Barnsley, Barnsley is going to say one nil to Barnsley. <laughs> my Barnsley fan, my fan saying one nil Barnsley. I've got, I've got to give them the credit and, and think that they're going to win. Yeah. Well, Joe, listen, you, you listen, you, you're going with your heart, mate. You're going to go with your heart. So listen, <laughs> we'll have to see how it goes. Listen, Joe, it's been great chatting to you, and I know we're both going to have our hearts in our mouth on Wednesday evening. And, uh, well, you never know, maybe at the end of the evening, something miraculous might happen and both of us are going to be happy. I don't know how that combination is going to work, but maybe that might be the way. If we can get like six more teams with some points deductions this week, that'd be lovely. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're still waiting on some sort of points deductions for everybody, Barnsley fans. It's, it's constant on Twitter. I mean, you guys probably are quite happy you've not had that problem. But with us, it's uh, who's getting who's getting docks and points. Is there, is there any more teams that we can chuck into relegation and fight before Wednesday? That's the, that's the key for us. All right, mate, Joe. Talk to you after. To the game. Cheers, mate. It's Joe from Red All Over, and he is, um, to be fair, he's been quite realistic. He thinks that, you know, they could get a result because uh, it's one of those games where, you know, we're going to have to come at them, and he thinks that they might be able to sit back and pick us off. But if we get a goal, he believes it could be all over for Barnsley, just like it was, you know, with the Leeds United game. But he reckons, it's, you know, it's better for them to play against teams like us than it is to play against the teams that we hate. You know, the teams that, well, like Stoke City. Um, listen, you know, we can't even call this one, maybe, can we? No, <laughs> no. It's, you know, I saw Barnsley play against Leeds last week and they, they look really, really excellent. Apart from they couldn't shoot and the final ball let them down. Um, they, they, you know, they, they're obviously a, a great, uh, you know, talented team and a very young team. They're kind of, they're very Brentford apart from we've got, you know, we've got a cutting edge. Um, so potentially it's a, it's a very open match. You know, I guess what doesn't help Barnsley is the fact that they have to come and win. 
um, they have to they have to come and attack us. Um, you know, so we're you know we're able to pick them off. That's 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 what we said. I know last Saturday, um, but then Stoke really didn't come and attack us. But Barnsley aren't a team that can shut up shop. They they're a footballing team. Um, they get the ball on the ground um, and they work the same kind of triangles and the, the same similar kinds of patterns of play that we do. Uh, as I said, yeah, you know, props to them. They 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 really really taken it to the last day themselves. They look out for the count not so not so long ago. So to to keep their 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 dream alive of staying in the championship is is it's taken some real real effort and some real real sort of you know dedication and you know that they should be proud in 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 the same way that we are that they've taken it to the end. So again, take I take nothing for granted. You know. In the, in the would you a draw as well? So you know it's, uh, it's 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 just like that's football. If you've been a football fan for a, a long time, you just know that you know wins and wins and wins happen, and then like draws and defeats happen. I mean that's just like the cyclical part of what is the game. We should have enough, more than enough, to beat Barnsley on Wednesday. So at the very least, we've done our part of the bargain, and then we just hope that up and down the country other results go our way i do feel comforted in the style of football that they play i have to admit and this is before the stoke city game you know before this game just looking at it coming to the back end of the season stoke city was always deemed to me as a bit of a kind of like a bit of a question mark game eh? it was away from home the you know they've, they've spent a lot of money you know they're they're they're, they're experienced players as you say and they, and they and if somebody actually whips them into into gear stoke city they should actually get a result out of uh, out of those players so that was always the worrying one for me but Barnsley was the one not saying I'm not worried but because they play similar to us because they play that style of football it's kind of like who's going to out football each other here and I would have thought that normally maybe last season the season before it could cancel each other out either one of us might nick a win but I was just thinking with our cutting edge we would be the ones that actually might have that just kind of just little bit extra you know in this game and you know hopefully you know, the, the situation that you had with Ben Rama, you know, not being able to get on the ball, like, you know, with our, you know, creative players not being able to find space. I thought that might be less obvious in a game like Barnsley. So for me, I'm probably slightly more relaxed going into this game. I mean, we're giving our thoughts. You're giving your thoughts. Everyone else giving the thoughts. But we also thought we'd just talk to, you know, a load of Brentford fans and see if they're going to give us their thoughts on what they think of you know, the Wednesday's game and just Brentford's situation at this very moment in time. This is Nick Bruzon and I am massively confident we are going to do this. Whether on Wednesday night when we put probably brackets past Barnsley or in two weeks time against Fulham in the playoff final. And I have to say that because of course we are now in the hands of Agent Warburton and our friends down the road. Can they get anything at West Bromwich Albion? Who knows? Who cares? Let's focus on our own game. Let's get those goals. And when we do it, it's going to be amazing. Hopefully Wednesday if not in a few weeks' time. Either way, the Bees are going up. The Bees are going to be a Premier League team. The Bees are going to overtake Dean Smith. Just one thought, poor Peter Gillam. What must he be going through right now, needing a favour from Loftus Road? Savvy B here. After grieving over the weekend, I've now reached a stage of acceptance. Whatever West Brom do on Wednesday, we have to win and win comfortably and show that panache that has got us where we are today. If that takes us up, brilliant. If not, we go into the playoffs with confidence and knowing we're the best team in there. This is our year. Come on, you bees. I am Ed the Head, and I am bricking it about Wednesday. 
I do have a think, thought that's running around my head thinking West Brom might just do us a favour again and drop points. Um, and I think QPR, who had quite a good game against Millwall on the weekend, could also uh, take that into them. But you never know. All we've got to do is bounce back from the massive, massive disappointment we had on the weekend. But keep going, keep going up again. Make sure we get the job done on Wednesday night. Come on, you bees. Come on, Brentford. Hi, Joe Whelan here. After 47 years of supporting Brentford, this is the best team I've ever seen play. So I'm really optimistic for Wednesday. We have to get over the disappointment of Stoke and move on. It was only one game we've lost in nine. Thomas Frank knows what to do to lift that team. Contrary to many people's opinions, I think the team from West London will raise their game against West Brom. I'm really looking forward to Wednesday. Come on, you bees. Robin Hood here, and I'm feeling quite anxious for the players about the Barnsley game. Uh, what's done is done. We blew a really big opportunity, but I think that we, what we just need to do now is absolutely cream Barnsley on Wednesday, 3, 4, 5, 6, nil. Because then if we, if we get a really massive result and other results... Uh, West Brom go our way it means we're automatically promoted to the Premiership hooray if not we've got a, at least a bit of momentum going into the playoffs come on you bees I'm Ali Melania and was properly gutted on Saturday uh, it was all within touching distance of all within our grasp and it didn't quite happen um, that said I'm quite looking forward to Wednesday I'd rather we messed up on Saturday than go into the last day, last day of the season with a chance to get to the Premier League and muck it up then and then go into the playoffs off the back of that. I think we have to control what we can control, which is win the game, win it well, and potentially go into the playoffs off the back of a good win. And then who knows what can happen. Football's a funny old game, especially the last day of the season. Hello, Liberal Dick here. Really looking forward to Wednesday night. It's been a brilliant season. An excellent team led by a top, top manager playing fantastic football. And whatever happens on Wednesday night, whether we get that automatic promotion spot or whether we just continue our run into the playoffs, we've got to acknowledge that this has been a great, great season. Some ups, some downs, but far more ups than downs. Boy, bring Wednesday night on. I cannot wait for it. Come on, you bees! It's Liberal Tom Fiddler here. Um, we've looked really, really good this season. We've worked so, so hard and we're looking really good. But I'm feeling a little bit nervous about the game this week. All I can say is, is that we've put in such great performances all this time. We've looked so good. I've been able to wear my Brentford face mask with pride. We've got a really tough game, I think, up against Barnsley. But if we give everything, if we've got enough in the tank, I think we can pull it through. But we're still relying on those around us. There's so much on the line. I'm struggling to sleep with all the excitement, but all I can say is, come on, you bees. It's Ian Westbrook here. I'm feeling philosophical about Wednesday's game. Saturday was so, so disappointing. But the thing is, we're in the same position we were in on Friday morning. Yes, we always knew we'd need to beat Barnsley to go up, and that is still the same position. And if we don't go up then, it's got to be our turn to do it in the playoffs. This team has worked wonders this season. The youngsters, the experienced players, they work together. The spirit's still there. I'm being optimistic. It's got to be our year at some point. But wouldn't it be typical if we did it and none of us actually be in the stadium to witness it personally? I'm keeping the faith and if we don't go up, we'll do it next season. Come on, you bees. There we have it, Brentford fans and their thoughts. And in general, listen, everyone's really proud of where we are at the moment now. And we just need to go out on Wednesday. Everyone be positive and just, you know, if it happens, it happens. But if not, we're still in a great position. We're in the playoffs and we're in the playoffs with a great team who people will be scared to play. Yep. 
<laughs> what more can I say? Yep, yep. Ladies, yep him. He's yep right up. Listen, look, we've got a match coming up on Wednesday. Score prediction, Laney against Barnsley. What do you reckon? Brentford to win 3-1. And I'm going to go for my usual Brentford to win 2-0 because it's, uh, other than Saturday, it's, it's all worked out for us, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, so this is the Besotted Friday West London podcast. Uh, it's the final league game of the season. Fingers crossed it will be the final game of the season, but that's completely out of our hands. Listen, everybody, on Wednesday night, go out, enjoy yourself, have some fun. You know, we'll be down the Globe as per usual. It's sold out again, and hopefully there'll be no more showings at the Globe after this one, but we will see. Lane will be in Ash Vegas. People will be up north, down south. There's the Dubai bees, the American bees. There's bees all over the world that will be listening to this, the Australian bees as well. Listen, enjoy yourselves Wednesday night, and hopefully we'll be singing and chanting long into the night on Wednesday as we say, come on, you bees. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.